Hey, Griffin here. All these murders are made up. They're not real-life murders. That would be a weird thing for us to do. Take it away, song! Hi. Uh, welcome to Killed to Death. We solve murders. Uh, I'm Griffin. Steve. And we're adventurous guys. Yes. We like to try a lot of different cuisine. Uh, you hear people oh, yeah. say they've had grasshopper. You think, oh, that's interesting. You wouldn't normally eat those. Uh, that's all we eat. Uh, except we've been branching out and we've had a few different unique animals uh, mm. that you maybe wouldn't think of uh, as being food. Uh, we've tried on our trip to South America. Uh, you wouldn't think, but you know it's actually delicious. Yeah. Crickets. Crickets, really? Because mm-hmm. I love grasshoppers. Yeah. But I was very reluctant to try Me the cricket. Me too. I was like, oh, cricket, that's not going to be good. You know what I mean? No. Turns out it's just as good. Just as good as a grasshopper? Yeah. What is it? What would you say is the biggest difference? Size. Size. Which one's bigger? Grasshopper. Grasshopper by a couple feet. If if Bugs Life has taught me anything, the grasshoppers are the bigger ones. It's true, especially if you watch Bugs Life in theaters. And the scary ones. Yeah. Kevin uh, Spacey. Oh, good. Uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, another good one? P- people. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't normally eat because uh, laws, mainly. Uh, but I think that's the only there reason are no holding us, any of us back. None. That, and that's, and that's something that we learned yeah. pretty quickly. No oh, loss. you know what we should have done is just the stuff we learned on our trip to South America. Oh, well. You live and you learn, huh? There's still time. Let's just... No, what through. else have you eaten? Ants. Ants, okay. And Fire ants. They're yeah. kind of the flaming hot Cheetos of the yeah, bug world. And they are the bad ones if ants has taught me anything. Yes. The movie. Woody Allen. Wow. Wow, those bug movies. Wow, man. those two bug movies both got so tarnished. <laughs> So at that, I don't know when Woody Allen was already. A it was guy post ants. Was it post? Well, that it became. Well, it I was, think so public. Okay, the backlash. Yeah, because I was gonna say it's kind of always. No, but been. he's been a shitty guy for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but is, that is so funny, and I can't believe no one's ever noticed that. We're the first two guys to notice that. This is gonna go viral. I bet. I hope not. <laughs> well, the victim, Randy Marion. Found dead at his booth at a farmer's market. Today's guest, Astrid Greenbaum, fellow vendor at the market. Astrid, hello. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I think that it's really, really important to have justice for Randy. Randy was a good friend. And this was the man who was found dead at his farmer's market booth. Randy, sadly, was the man who was found dead at his farmer's market. A good friend. And my lover. Oh, Whoa. my goodness. <gasps> wow, we're getting to the twist too early. early. Too early for twists. I can't be surprised yet. No, no, it's not surprising. <laughs> Everyone knew Randy and I were together. Oh, okay. Is that how you met, I guess? The farmer's market? No. No? We were high school sweethearts. Oh, okay. okay. We connected later on at the um, farmer's market. It was too bizarre. <laughs> oh, so you were high school sweethearts. You drifted apart over the years and then reconnected? Of course, yes. Oh, okay. I don't have Facebook, so... Oh, wow. Very cool. <laughs> Thank you. Off the grid. <laughs> it's all Snapchat. What? Instagram. Actually, I heard Instagram's a big one now. Insta who? Okay. Oh, you don't have wow. anything. No. Wow. Wow. I'm a Mennonite. 
Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. What? Uh, and uh, for so anyone who doesn't like, know, woodworking apps. For anyone who doesn't know, uh, what does that what does that entail? What does that mean? Well, Mennonites are people who uh, live off oh, the so land. Um, we do a lot of woodworking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a lot of farming. Um, we do a lot of family-oriented activities. And, um, you know, my favorite thing to do on a Sunday is have a good old-fashioned barn raising. And oh, okay. uh, we'll cook a big, beautiful meal. And uh, we'll sit in the newly raised barn, which we took only one day to raise. And, um, you know, and raising a barn from infancy, it's hard work, but we do it. And um, it's, uh, you know, it's just really good, clean fun. Now, there's a, this is just, sorry, a tangential question, because I know there's some kind of tradition with men being married and correlation to facial hair, mm. and I forget what that is. Oh, yeah. Well, funny you should ask, because um, the... Was Randy Mennonite as well? Did he have the... Is this the facial hair? <laughs> is this the facial hair? I think... Um, I think, I don't know if you're ready for this plot twist, but Randy was not Mennonite. Still too early for me. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you this, asked so. Steve, so I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, well, he was just, not? He was not Mennonite, no. Oh, okay. So this and was it, not a Mennonite like high school you guys went to? No, it was a regular high school. Duh. <laughs> for the listener, uh, an eye roll. <clears throat> no, but you can imagine the contention. The, the you can imagine the um, you can imagine the problems that it created. It was within, like a Romeo and Juliet. It was exactly like that. Duh! This is what I've been trying to set up from the very beginning. <laughs> okay. Who is I come your apothecary? From, um, old Joe. Old Joe. Okay. The only one in Innisfil, Ontario. So you were a, you're a Mennonite from Innisfil, Ontario. Mm-hmm, just outside of there. Oh, okay. Just outside Innisfil. Yes. Where? Barry. <laughs> that's how people that's what people call Barry yeah just outside Innisville everyone relates like when I say I'm from Toronto people yeah. in the states are like where's that and I'm like oh it's just like just yeah. south of Innisville well also you're from Kingston so you're like I'm about like an hour south and then yeah, three and then hours east, east of and then, yeah. Innisville and everyone's like oh okay, okay I'm like well do you know Innisville it's like kind of close to there well surely they know the en route no you got it surely where else would they stop on the way to Sudbury? Exactly. That's what we always say. That's actually what's, what's in that written on our currency, our Innisfilian <laughs> oh, currency. currency. Where else would you stop on your way to Sudbury? You can use your en route bucks for the en route. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. This is all true. Um, <laughs> Sorry. What, what do we sell at the en route? Well, this is an excellent question. Funny you should ask. And then because... I do want to circle back to that facial hair question. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, I'm ready to answer that. And I have a really good answer for it. After. So listeners, stay tuned. Uh, don't turn the podcast off just yet. We've got a great answer coming up uh, about the correlation between facial hair and marriage in Mennonite communities. Yes. Uh, but in the meantime, now back to the en route stores. Well, Mennonites are very, very important um, in... Uh, Barry, if you've ever heard of it, um, because it's near Innisfil. We, it's near Innisfil. Innisfil, my beloved Innisfil. <laughs> um, it's very, very important uh, because we um, do all of the woodworking for the benches you might sit at if you're um, choosing to have a coffee from, say, Starbucks or perhaps from Tim Hortons. Uh, we also so there are there is a Starbucks, there is a Tim Hortons. Yes, yes. Um, um, we also grow the coffee beans for Starbucks and Tim Hortons for just those. Two stores or for nationally? I think you can... Yes, no, only those two. Very local. Okay. We don't... This is like a mom and pop Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And the en route in Innisfil. Yes. On the way to Toronto or Sudbury. Yeah, depending on what direction you're going, of course. Mm-hmm. 
So the facial hair thing. Um, <laughs> Now's where you might want to listen back up, listeners. <laughs> so um, those headphones. It's here coming. comes that good answer. Here How it go. works is if you've ever been to Ireland, I have not. Um, I'm not allowed to take a plane. Um, if you've ever been to Ireland uh, and you know those rings, or actually if you've ever been anywhere in the world and um, you're uh, a girl and you wear one of those rings that says like, um, if I wear it this way, I'm available. If I wear it the other way, mm, don't talk to me, sir. That's what about a, a wedding ring? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, one of those uh, rings that it's two hands holding a heart with a crown on the heart. Never. Come on. Mm, what's that called? Look at mine. <laughs> yeah, that I ring. I never noticed that. When, Don't is, talk to me, sir. Is that what that means for yeah. you? Okay, yes, I am. I it's, am married. Sorry. It's called a, Promise you know, ring. something like that. But it's for Irish people or just people who want to wear one. And if you wear it the other way, this is a thing. Um, we'll Google it on the. What's that have to do with this uh, facial hair? I'm getting to Sorry. that, Steve. Oh, I can't oh. believe this guy. He's not allowed to talk to me. <laughs> this is why I got married. So he just had to stop talking to me. The only good reason to marry anyone. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have married me then. Now, if you have a big, lustrous beard in the Mennonite culture, it means that you are currently single and ready to mingle. So, um, so you shave as soon as you get married? Yes. Oh. And then you, is that part of the ceremony? Yes. The woman and the mother... Um, both mothers. They have uh, these like big like garden head shears. Yeah, shears. Yes, and we all shear the man. Wow, that's fun. Mm-hmm. And then we sponge him later. Oh, like a bath? <laughs> yes, sponge do, bath. If you're single, do you not bathe? We call it no. We call it a traditional sponging. And no, of course not. You have to keep your pheromones ripe so you mm. can find your true desire. What do you do with the beard afterwards? Frame it <laughs> naturally. It's okay. a nice little shadow box on the wall. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's good. So tell mm-hmm. me about your farmer's market. Well. Oh, is it your farmer's market? It's well, my family's. Farmer. Oh, okay. Your okay. family owns it. Uh, mm-hmm. Is this in the parking lot of the en route? Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah, of course. It's called... On my way to Sudbury or Toronto. Of course. Depending on which way you're going. Depending on which way you're going. Now, depending on which way you're going, as you enter the market, you will see a plethora of beautiful booths with all of your artisanal needs. Woodworkings... Wood carvings, wood wood scratchings, um, uh, different produce, different um, uh, meats. Coffee beans. Coffee beans, of course. And why aren't you allowed to fly? I'm pregnant. Oh, okay. That explains it. (laughs) Is that a rule? Yeah, you can't fly when you're pregnant. Okay. Uh, when you're like a certain amount of pregnant, oh, okay. which I am. Far along. Oh, with oh, Randy's congrats. baby. Oh. <gasps> it's that time for me. Oh. That was startling. Okay, so the farmer's market has all variety of things. Yes. Uh, your woodworkings and fruits. Mhm. Beans. Everything you could want. So you're there, you have your own separate booth? Well, I am a flower vendor. You're a flower vendor. Mm-hmm. Okay. I sell um, unbleached flour. I sell semolina flour. Oh, sorry. So this is not uh, flowers in a garden, per se. This is flowers like uh, ground-up wheat. No, of course. What would make you think it was flowers in a garden? I'm a flower vendor. Who would buy cut flowers? <laughs> no, I, you couldn't bake with them. Exactly. Yeah, what's the point? Exactly. So I sell my flowers at a reasonable price, and they are fine, fine quality. Okay. Check and it out. Astrid's Flowers. Astrid's Flowers. Why is it plural? <laughs> 
Well, because there's different kinds of flower. Exactly. Well, all your different flowers. Several varieties of flowers. Yeah. Uh, can you, in case the listener is interested in maybe checking it out, what kind of flowers do you offer? Oh, yeah. Unbleached flower. Right. Whole wheat flower. Right. Semolina flower. Right. Bleached flower. Bleached flower. What is that? Just chlorine bleach and flour oh, mixed geez. together. And what's that good for? The pool. Okay. Pool, yeah. You pour it into the pool. And, and then like... at the end of summer, it's very nice. Um, sometimes we'll fill uh, the chlorine pool with um, flour. And um, you have the bread, a bread the size of a pool. The bread the size of a pool. It's perfect for after a barn raising when you've got all of the community and there. You just mm. cut up that whole pool bread. Giant sandwiches. Can you imagine? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Got it. Just like a sandwich, but uh, bigger. Yes. So what was Randy's booth? <gasps> Randy. Oh, the father of your unborn child. It's really, really devastating if you think about it. My sweet Randy sold gas. Gasoline. Yes. Okay. Petrol, gasoline. So um, he, are you saying he just worked the gas station yes, on route? That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. That's exactly what so I'm saying. So he pumped gas. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, that was his, that was his uh, that's stall. That's his yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And was this homemade gasoline? Yes. Oh, okay. So that that's what he would do all the all week, I guess, leading up to the farmers market. Yeah, and during the farmers market, that was his booth, the gas booth. Right. I don't know what you city folk call it. Uh, gas booth. Of course. City gas booth. <laughs> so yes, this is what um, uh, Randy and I. Uh, this is where we met. Oh, it was. I thought it was high school. <laughs> Later on in life. I mean. Oh, it's where you reconnect. Yes, it's where, we, were, so where how we rekindled. Did things end between the two of you in high school? Because you were sweethearts back then. Oh, um, well, um, uh, I came home one day and I right. said to my uh, my folks, I cannot wait for the um, spring fling. And they said, um, go and be merry. And, and be married. Uh, well, the, I, that's what they said, go and be married. But I thought they said, go and be merry. Oh, okay. And um, Randy arrived to pick me up, and they said, um, uh, you don't look Mennonite. And he said, well, I'm certainly not. Um, and then my folks, well, really, it, it, they were upset. Um, they thought that a boy was coming to marry me right then, right there. They'd made a pool bread, uh, and it was ready uh, for harvesting. And, um, of course, it was, a you know, and then they banned me from seeing Randy and from... Uh, truly. I, uh, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, yeah, it's almost a Romeo and Juliet scenario. And yeah. that night I went to bed without any pool bread, so... <gasps> so, tell me about old Joe. My apothecary? <laughs> I mean, he's the beloved uh, city's apothecary. Um, okay. Everybody knows old Joe. So... Um, Does he have a booth as well? Of course. For all his apothecals? He sells um, elixirs and fine oils and um, uh, artisanal honeys and um, cough syrup. Yeah. Okay, great. Great. So everyone knows him. uh, And so I guess in in this Romeo and Juliet uh, scenario, he would be the one who... I don't know. I I don't know Romeo and Juliet Juliet well enough. Apothecary uh, provides the poison. That's why I want to know a little bit more about old Joe, because if this truly is a Romeo and Juliet situation, he right. might have had a hand in this. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit about... Uh, the death. The death itself. It's difficult for me to go back to that day. Everything seems a little hazy. Right. We can help. Sights, sounds, smells. Beep, beep. Yeah. Yeah, because it's right by the 400. Um, give, me some, give me some gas, baby. Quick, now! Here I Hurry am. Up. I'm on my lunch. <laughs> 
I've had a very lucrative morning selling my flowers. I go over to bring some flowers, a different assortment, to my love, Randy. A bouquet of flowers. Uh, yes, if you will. Just <laughs> a bowl with different kinds of flowers. Exactly right? that. Uh, you know, a traditional offering. But of course, I must be uh, very secretive about this. As you know, my whole family is around and our love is forbidden. Oh, it's still forbidden. even though. We, but you're married at this point, right? Uh, or no. You I, just wait. <gasps> you're pregnant out of wedlock? Wedlock. My parents won't hear this podcast, will they? No. Are they? Are your parents one guy in Spain? <laughs> are your parents my dad? Because <laughs> if either of those is true, no and no. So I think we're okay, safe. We're safe. We're safe. So I'm pregnant. Uh, out of wedlock. Wow. I'm bringing over a um, a cornucopia of mm-hmm. um, different flowers to my love. I walk to the gas booth. Um, at the en route in Innisfil, Ontario, just oh, off of the dude, highway. The it sounds like this. Beep, beep. Yeah. There are some gas. I want to taste that gas. I shouldn't drink all that gas. Randy, stop drinking all that gas. <laughs> Randy was the well, one. He was the one drinking gas. Yes. Oh. That's what I've been trying to tell you. <laughs> so that's why he wanted to work the gas booth. He just loved the taste of gasoline. I don't know if he loved it. I mean, I've known him for years Oh, he might have just been thirsty. I I ran to him and I said, Randy, why were you drinking all that gas? And he said... I wasn't there. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I was trying to bring you into a flashback. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Sorry. But let's try that again. No, it's not that kind of show. (sighs) All right, I'll do a flashback my own dang self. <laughs> Randy, why are you drinking all that gas? Uh, Astrid, I'm sorry. I I just... Randy, please, please stop drinking the gas. Even as we're talking, you keep drinking more gas. Uh, Astrid, I... Randy, this is so gross. I don't know why you keep drinking this gas. Oh, Astrid, really, there's a good reason for it. And that reason is... Beep, beep. And he died. Oh, my God. And I still don't know why he drank all that gas. So this is new. He didn't normally drink gasoline. Not as far as I knew. I mean, it's not like I saw him every night. I have a life of my own, you know. Of course. Yeah. So, yeah, I... Watched him die. I watched him die just right then and there, drinking all that gas. But it seemed like he was willingly drinking this gas. Totally. Okay. Is it possible he thought that there was going to be some other effect from it? Like he had been convinced by someone else? You gotta drink this gas for some reason. You know what I mean? Because he seemed to be complicit. He was like, "Yeah, I'm down to drink this gas." You know? Well, no, he was like, "I gotta drink this gas." Oh, I gotta drink this gas. Oh, so okay, maybe it was like an ultimatum: drink this gas, or something's gonna happen. Well, I mean, you two are police officers, aren't you? No, basically. What? Then what am I doing here? (laughs) I thought you were here to help me figure out who killed Randy. Does anyone else work at the gas station? Yes. Who? My um, brother. You have a okay, so yeah, you mentioned your family. Let's talk about them a bit. Mm-hmm. They were against this love with Randy. Yes. So uh, tell me about your brother. Well, um, my brother, he's six three. Um, he wears um, bright red coveralls. Um, he's a jovial man. Well, I guess that's a... just his shell uniform. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, he's a jovial man in a straw hat, and his name is Tom Frank. Tom, Tom Frank. Frank Greenbaum. Oh, okay. 
Also, Greenbaum, traditionally a Mennonite name. Yes. He works there, Tom mm-hmm. Frank. Yes. Uh, did, did him and Randy get along? Well, I usually don't talk about this, but I do have a memory of a conversation that went on between them. Beep, beep. Yeah. Just another day at the gas station. Look, 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 look. <laughs> hey, what's that noise? Randy, are you drinking gasoline? Glug, 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 glug. Randy, answer me. Stop drinking so much gasoline. Glug, 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 glug. I'm going to tell Astrid about this. This is weird. Glug, 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 glug. So you remember hearing that conversation? I um actually my my brother came in. He he told me about it later. So is this right before you walked over and saw him drinking gasoline? (laughs) Yeah, this it sounds like a good. So then you went over and you had that other flashback. Okay, wow. Okay, so we're really piecing this together. Yeah, we've almost stitched together the whole day. Yeah, we're working backwards. (laughs) Yeah, this This is memento. This Mm -hmm. is good. Uh, Okay. And let's keep in mind that there were cars driving by and honking this whole time. Yeah. Now, yeah. does it, your farmer's market is, is on the on route. It, it sounds a little like it spills onto the 400 itself. Yes. <laughs> okay. Like, so it's in the way. Is that yeah. why they're honking? Cars are, like, swerving <laughs> around you constantly. Occasionally, a booth will just get taken out by a truck. We have had a lot of expansion um, <laughs> at the farmer, at the Greenbaum uh, farmer's market. Uh, right. Well, you take up the parking lot. Yeah. So is that also an issue? We take up the entire you're... parking lot. There's no parking for anyone. Um, <laughs> and we are also... Also spilling out onto the uh, 400 series highway. Um, very dangerous. Like my father in Spain always says, expansion is expansion. Wait, does your father listen to this show? Um, if he does, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> Why is your father in Spain? Uh, he's not working the farmer's market. I don't know. Is there a, a law f- against liking to travel? Oh, he's just traveling there. I was, I was just going to say. Not in South America. <laughs> there are no laws. Did you know that? I didn't but there are laws here that we have to enforce and murder is bad yes and you two are police officers kind of good because you're my only hope okay so you heard this conversation you go over uh so tom frank also sounds like he was surprised and tried to stop randy from drinking this gas yeah uh, i don't think he tried to stop him but he was (laughs) well he asked what are you doing why are you he's at least confused yeah so uh does tom frank do you have any other siblings or is that kind of no. It, and then the father in Spain. And Just then, Tom Frank. Uh, tell me about Mama. And then Mother. Well, she is the one who keeps our whole community together. The glue. She's the glue. Is that her booth? Yeah, she yes. sells glues. She sells glues. Mm-hmm. A varietal of glues. Right. Yes. Artisanal Let's glues. Let's go through them. Um, the um pva yeah like from art attack of course um and then uh just like elmer's glue okay um and so then just uh, so she makes her yeah. own elmer's glue <laughs> yes. Yes. Blue uh, sticks? We've been in a big lawsuit with them oh, for a okay. long time. Oh, yeah. She just take yeah. Um, it sticks for glue guns. Um, oh, yeah. Glue sticks, not to be confused with sticks for glue guns. Right, yes. Also, do you know the ones um, that were in like a little bottle and they've got a rubber um, uh, top and then the rubber mm-hmm. top has a, a slit in it and it's like you're in kindergarten and you go... And you're like squishing it down on the yes, paper, uh, like yeah. white white liquid glue. No, not no, that one. It's like oh. when you push it down. Is yeah, what you're saying? yeah, that one. That's our bestseller. Oh wow! Oh, okay, mm-hmm. a lot of children coming through. Uh, no, children aren't allowed to buy glue. Their parents do. Oh, they buy it for the kids. Yeah, it's yeah, like a gifts for birthdays. Yeah, stocking stuffers. It's the only gift I ever want on my birthday. And Randy knew that, and he always bought me such nice glues. When is the last time you saw Randy before this day? Um, the day before. 
Was anything out of the ordinary? Well, I seem to recall us having, you know, sort of a normal lunch together. Beep, beep. 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 <laughs> oh, hello, Randy. Oh, hello, Astrid. <laughs> people are laughing at us. <laughs> I don't Those know. people are making out. making out. Ha, <laughs> ah, it's so funny. <laughs> beep, beep. Meow. <laughs> 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, now our lips are stuck together. Oh, what <laughs> happened? I was eating glue before. Oh, it's so f- crazy you were eating glue because I was drinking gas. Randy, what? This is where you found out for the first time he was drinking gas. But of course I didn't think anything of it. Well, you asked him. You said, what, what are you doing drinking gas? Sorry, what was it? I believe I said... What are you... I believe I said, what? Okay. And what? Did, how did he answer? Um, I don't know. We got busy. We made out a little more. And then we had some lunch. I had to get back to work. He had to get back to work. So right. we didn't right. talk okay. about it afterwards. So you didn't see him again until after Tom Frank had his conversation where it's, Randy, you're drinking gas. Yeah, then you right. go over and you say, over. Randy, you're drinking gas. Well, I believe she said, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. So it's all very confusing. Right. Okay. But he was drinking gas the day previous. We've, yes. we've learned that now. Okay. So perhaps it's not the gas that killed him. Maybe he was always just drinking gas. Because he was drinking it the day before and he's fine. Right. Right. Okay. Maybe, yeah, building up a tolerance. You know how I kind of like the smell of gas? Do you kind of like the smell of gas? I feel like you do. Yeah. Yeah, like from like a boat or something. Yeah. Yeah, it smells it's like your smells of the cottage and stuff. Do you really? Yeah. You don't like the smell of gas? Not at all. Oh. We'll be right back. <laughs> Uh, and we're back. Hello. And good day to you, sir. Where are you? What? What, what? what do you mean? Can go smell some gas. You're going to leave? Yeah, sorry, babe. Steve. Sorry, babe. We've got a whole podcast to do. Sorry, babe. Okay. Well, bye. Uh, but we're still here with Astrid Greenbaum. <laughs> sorry, my mouth was full. I was just having a quick drink. Oh, uh, my apologies then. Continue. We're still here with Astrid. Uh, you found your lover uh, dead. At a farmer's market. You found him still alive in his, his last throes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the middle of drinking gasoline. Uh, we don't know for sure, I guess, that that's what killed him. Uh, but I, I can say it probably was. I mean, I'm no doctor. But I do know an apothecary. Oh, okay. And what did, what, Now, is he the one who comes and he's kind of the coroner as well? Mm-hmm. Well, he does everything. Oh, so he came and investigated after. He's our mayor. <clears throat> he's our apothecary. Um, he's, uh, actually, if you're having a wedding, he's the DJ for most people's weddings. Oh, okay. Um, he, uh, you know, when, um, your, your neighbor's like, hey, why don't you come over and have a beer? He's that guy. He's, um, you know, he's, uh, just a jack of all trades. Uh, so he came in and investigated. What was his findings on the body? Uh, well, he said, uh, he came over and, um, if I recall, the conversation went something like this. Beep, beep. beep. Meow. Well, this man is definitely dead. Not Randy! Wow, okay, so he, he, I guess, really just confirmed what we knew, that Mm -hmm. he was dead. Yes. Didn't really get into the cause as much. No, no. I mean, he's the closest thing that we have to a doctor, but he's not a doctor. No, not by any means. It sounds like, no. No. Uh, Okay, so... Hello! Uh, uh, 
Get, get the door. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Oh, I didn't think... Oh, I didn't think you'd open it. Hello? Hello? Mama? Oh, my sweet little princess. Hello? Mama? I, um... I wanted to be here for your first podcast. Oh, you... Sorry, this is your mom. This is my Hello. mom. Hi, sorry, what's your name? My name is Mimi. Sorry, hi Mimi. Uh, hi. Welcome. Hello. Hello. So you wanted to to be here just for Astrid's first yes, podcast. I'll just watch. I'll be in the I'll be on the sidelines. Well, <laughs> you're not a sideline kind of mama. Oh, she's got my number. <laughs> Have a hat. So you sell the glues at the farmers market. Sure do. What are those? Oh, this we, looks good. We were, having, we, we were having trouble remembering what those like rubber glues with the stopper and the slit in it was called. What is the name of those? It's called push bottom glue. Push bottom glue, right? Because you push right. on the bottom to get the glue out the That's top. That's right. Easy for the kids to remember. Uh, and we're actually talking about the death of Randy. Do you know Randy um, Murian? Uh, oh, yeah. Just the gas boy. Worked at the gas station? The gas boy, yeah, that you disallowed uh, Astrid from seeing. Oh, yeah. Back in high school. Many moons ago. So you'd be fine if Astrid was seeing Randy now? They, they didn't. That was a long time ago. Uh, now he just works at the gas oh, station. Oh, I understand. Oh, oh but then he's passed. That's true, he's passed. So, so your d- question is, know. would I know? be cool with my daughter seeing a dead boy? Um, I suppose if it was a Mennonite dead boy. Um, uh, no, maybe did Brandy become Mennonite after death? I don't know. Um, I guess I can't ask him. I guess you can force it on him now. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? Um, uh, sorry, Mom. Could you just, um, shut up for a second? <laughs> I get that a lot. Okay, yeah. Well, I guess, actually, this is a really good idea. I mean, I can have the wedding that I've always wanted. Yeah. And, um, I mean, if he's not here to um, say no, then why not? <laughs> That's what you've always said. So, yeah. Let's do it. Let's force an entire religion onto a dead man. Well, we can put that on the back burner for the time being. Uh, okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, me, sorry, Mimi? Can I talk again? Yes, yeah. Yay! <laughs> Clapping your hands together. <laughs> Silently. <laughs> I don't want to peak your levels. Now, so... I looked up podcasting before I came. In an you, old I, book. Have you noticed, I guess, ha- how not able to fly on planes uh, your daughter currently is? Hmm? Oh, that's because, that's because of the, uh, you know, the uh, arrest. The, the Pending. Sorry? The rest? Arrest. Oh, arrest. Well, I, I'm, I was a little confused because you had your court dates, but you, you didn't actually go to Wait, prison. Wait, I'm sorry. What are you on trial for? Oh. I mean, um, well, a few months ago, it was a late, it was late at night. It was. The stars were shining so bright. The night owls were cooing. The night pigeons uh, were hooting. Oh, okay. 
And um, I found myself walking by a gas booth. And I walked up to the gas booth. This was late at night. Late at night. There was no attendance there. Okay. Gas boys. <laughs> and I'd been running. Uh, I was doing a night run. It's it's hot, so it's better to run at night. Okay. And I um, I went uh, up to the gas. I was just so, so thirsty. And um, I... Well, I drank some gas for thirst. <gasps> then the old attendant came out um, and he said, Hey, stop drinking my gas. And so I said, I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm just so thirsty. And he pressed charges because I was stealing gas. I had no money on me. I was running, of course. Why That's would I? Right. So, That's anyways. Right. So, how was that resolved? You still can't fly. Is that what we're talking about? Mm hmm. Well, oh, I was more referring uh, to, and I hope this isn't rude, uh, the, the big pregnant belly. <gasps> Gasp. Oh. Gasp, boy. Gasp, boy. <laughs> Mother, I suppose that I just need to come clean. It's a boy? It's a gas boy. <gasps> There's a gas boy in there. What? His lineage is gasp boy. What? This is Randy's child. What? Mother, I've been dating outside of the Mennonite community. Oh, oh my God. heavens! And this is... I... Go ahead. This is... <laughs> this is so polite in anger. <laughs> Say your piece. <laughs> well, that, I mean, I guess I was pretty much done. I mean, That's it? Yes. That's all you have to say for yourself? Yes. After all these years? Mm-hmm. After everything I've done for you? Yes. I want to shave a beard! <laughs> At my daughter's wedding! And sponge a man! Is that so wrong? I mean... A, a proper Mennonite man that I want to shave and sponge with you? And you've taken that from me? The greatest day of a mother's life. I just wonder how come Tom Frank doesn't have this pressure on him. Tom Frank is gay. <laughs> and how come that's okay? Because it's not. A, we're not allowed to get married. <laughs> but it's very cool that he's gay. Well, of course. It's. I mean, it's super cool. We're all cool with it. It's just. We're I mean, cool with it. it's just. I just don't. I mean, I just. Historically speaking, I just wonder why. Um, like, it's such a big deal for me to marry outside the Mennonite culture, but everyone's so cool with Tom Frank being. We're. Here's the thing. We're in a weird in-between stage. I understand, but I'm a traditionalist as far as my daughter getting married. And I'd like to see it happen. Do a Mennonite. Well, I have a surprise. I only have 14 children. <laughs> Wait a second. But I only have Tom Frank as my brother. Yeah. Who are these other 12 children? Oh, my God. Oh, look who's in the hot seat now. Mama. I cannot tell a lie. I uh, I used to do a lot of traveling with your father, mm -hmm. your Spanish father, and uh, they live with him in Spain. All that's twelve children. Goes, that's you why have, he goes to Spain. You have a whole other family in Spain. Yes, we thought it was not right to bring them over here. We thought that's where they're from. That's where they were born. That is his heritage. So that's that's where they will stay. So that's who's listening to this podcast. One that, of the twelve kids. Well, I think they could probably all gather around the same computer. Maybe they do. Oh, throw yeah. it oh, they on, do. The, on the Bluetooth speakers. Yes, they do. Sonos. Sonos. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm sorry I didn't tell you about them. Can we? Can I meet them? Well, once you can fly, I suppose. Oh. So your late night walk, mm -hmm. you ended up drinking gas yourself. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. 
I came home later that night and I had a conversation. Hoot hoot. Coo coo. Oh, I'm so refreshed and in trouble with the law. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my dear. Hello, uh, Astrid. Oh, Randy. Um, I just had the most delicious glass of, uh, of gasoline. <laughs> that sounds preposterous. Have you ever tried it? No. Hmm. Anyways, good night. Good night. Oh, 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 oh. Ha, 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 look uh, at those people. They're uh, <laughs> looking at the windows here. They're looking in their own home. <laughs> wow. So, You he- are kissing? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Pete had never heard of drinking gas before that night. Oh my god, I'm the one who turned him on to it. And maybe one glass is fine, but maybe if you do it one day and then keep doing it the next day, maybe then it could have So wait, what happened? Your boyfriend drank gasoline and died? And we're assuming this is murder? Wait a second. Did I murder him? <gasps> By planting the seed of drinking gas. gasoline? Gasp indeed. When did this night happen in relation to him drinking gas for the first time? The night before. Oh, (laughs) dear. That might be it. It was like three three days leading up to this. Now, okay, so the next day, when he said he had tried gas, why were you so incredulous? (laughs) You were like, what? (laughs) I have really bad memory. Thanks for bringing it up. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It seems like your memory's quite good, dear. We keep flashing back. (laughs) Well, mm, you you set the scene. I can smell it. I can hear it. Wow. It's Um, marvelous. You know, you know, listen, don't make fun of me. You're the one who sounds like Miss Piggy. Yeah, well, that's come up before. (laughs) (laughs) We should do a super cut of all the Miss Piggy characters. (laughs) Well, what what uh, numbers is 155? There's probably only like four. (laughs) So he, when he was dying, Mm -hmm. he said there was a specific reason he was drinking gas. Oh, that's true. It wasn't just for fun. I listened to the first half. <laughs> I he mean, said he, there, there was a reason. He well, what do, you so much. Want, what do you want from me, Griffin? He died. What am I supposed to do? Just Convert him to Mennonitism and marry him? <gasps> that sounds nice. Would, that, would that make he, you happy? Does he have a beard? Uh, some stubble. <gasps> Not anymore. Get out the shears. <laughs> my little girl's going to be married. But only if we can sing the marriage song. Yay! Marriage is between two Mennonites. Marriage is between two Mennonites. My daughter and a dead man. But not between two Mennonites. What? I never knew the last lyric. (laughs) It's not between two Mennonites? No, it's between two Mennonites. But not between two Mennonites. Oh, that's <laughs> clever, dear. Okay, I understand. I, I mean, I didn't make it up. It's I learned the song. No, it's the way. It's the outdated way. It's the it's it's really outdated. We really, really gotta step it up. Rewrite the books. Rewrite the books. You know what? What? Maybe, maybe we'll do that right now. Let's take out the book. Here we go. Cross out that line. Cross out this line. Okay, read along with me now. How's the song sound now? Marriage is between two people, any two people, be they dead, 
be they alive, be they Mennonites or Mennonites or men in tights or men who flies. Pretty good, don't you think? No, no. Ding dong. <laughs> Uh, wait, sorry, there's another, someone else here? Ding dong! Uh, yes, uh, someone should open the door! I'll open it! Hello! Mother! Oh, hello! It's me, Tom Frank! I know, welcome! That's so funny! Look, Have a look at this new song we've just written! I've decided to bend the rules for the Mennonites and rewrite well, the rules! Seeing as how you are queen... A man- Mennonite. I know. <laughs> and the glue that holds our entire community together. I don't understand why you didn't do this before. I didn't have a pen. Sorry, Tom Frank, what brings you here? Mm, can I use your bathroom? <laughs> yeah, go, go ahead. I didn't know Mennonites were allowed to use bathrooms. Uh, I'll rewrite that song as well. <laughs> well, I think Bath- I have time to... <laughs> are for Mennonites. Bathroom. That's it. That's all you need. Okay, bye. He went up our old (laughs) rickety roller coaster track. Oh, oh. wow! You can hear it from from down here, eh? Flush. (laughs) (laughs) What a smooth flush! Oh, it's washing his hands. Washing his hands. That's That's good. good. Slam. Oh, he's mad. What did he find in the bathroom that made him so mad? He's going back down the roller coaster. Oh man, he looks pissed. That um, uh, soap smells really good. Thanks for letting me use your washroom. And thanks for rewriting the rules, Mom. You're welcome. Um, uh, and hi, Astrid. Hello, Tom. Okay, bye. Would you have any uh, way you could help us? Yeah, t- let's talk about. Uh, we're talking about the death of Randy, actually. You know, your Randy. coworker, Ga- a fellow gas boy. Oh uh, yeah, I think I met him once or twice. <laughs> Worked with him. <laughs> Listen, I have a bad memory like Astrid. Try flashbacks. Okay. Does it hurt? I don't know. Astrid does it. Um, it feels pretty good, actually. All right. Here we go. Astrid, Astrid, go get help. I'll wait here with Randy. I think he's dead, but maybe he's not. Glug, 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 glug. Just one last chug of that sweet, sweet gas. <laughs> Randy, I feel like you should probably stop drinking so much gas. <laughs> Why are you even drinking so much gas anyway? <laughs> well, Tom, Frank, I'm drinking so much gas because I'll tell you the reason. The reason is... Randy, no, don't die. I really want to know the answer. Everybody wants to know the answer. We're all waiting. One guy in Spain wants to know the answer. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. I'll tell you the answer. Okay. Here's the answer. Okay. I'm um, really influenced by literature, Shakespearean literature. I, I love the idea of a romantic death. And so I'm committing suicide with gasoline for romance. Well, 
Astrid, I'm so sorry. I forgot those details. <laughs> that would have helped everything if I just remembered. I have such a crummy memory. Yeah, Astrid, it sounds like he just did it because he wanted to be romantic. Wow, that's so romantic. It seems like you really did choose the right man. Wow, I'm even so- though he's not a Mennonite. No, but that doesn't matter anymore. You heard the songs. Nothing matters at all anymore. That's yeah, that's right. The only Mennonite rule now. No rules! Yay! It's like South America, baby! <laughs> and that wraps up another successful episode of Kill the Dead. It was old Joe. It was old Joe, the apothecary. He had access to all the gasoline. What? No, that's not what I said. No, it's... Let's get him. Okay, I'll start. I don't think that's what I was saying at all. No, that's not what, that's not what anyone's saying. I'm already booting up the truck. <laughs> Not old Joe. Yeah. Yes, old Joe. I want to thank Matt Probst for doing our theme song. Uh, I want to thank iTunes for letting you rate us five stars. And I want to thank Facebook for letting you like us. Uh, I'm back. Did you remember to thank Facebook? I thanked Facebook. Uh, I thanked iTunes. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I thanked Gmail for letting us snatch up killed to death podcast at gmail.com yeah yeah i thought it was gonna have to be a bunch of numbers and extra shit added on the end because that would have been taken but luckily not no they saved it for us thank you gmail uh and uh, is there anything else now this is of course uh august 3rd yep uh is there anything else going on in the city people should check out you know um i uh I don't have anything on the horizon, quite frankly. All right. Um, Oh, hey, if you've got kids, uh, you could bring them to the Second City Summer Camp Program. Um, It's a week-long camp where you, uh, you know, I think it's um, ages 8 to, like, 14. Um, And um, so you're with kids of a similar age, and you do a lot of fun improv stuff, and we go to the camp at lunch. I mean, to the uh, park at lunch. So if, if you have kids and you're listening to this podcast... Get a life and spend some time with your kids. Maybe Just this kids. is how they hang out. No, 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 Maybe no. They'll this gather is how they around the old timey radio. And this they... is the only time I feel like a lot of parents can connect with their kids is listening to an episode of Kill to Death like this, uh, and then discussing it afterwards, trying to figure out what happened. I think um, <laughs> that's probably... mostly the discussion. Is what the hell did I just listen to? <laughs> I think there's going to be a huge spike in. Um, uh, enrollment in the summer second city summer camps um, with kids from Spain actually after um, they hear yeah this they're definitely gonna come over just for a week yeah because yeah. they city. heard the word Spain on a podcast yeah. they thought they were, that's me and they yeah. were like get me over there mm-hmm. okay <laughs> oh, I'm with man. it that's uh, great any any closing thoughts for us what did you learn on this episode Steve? Uh, I learned that I should probably keep my stick on the ice keep your stick on the ice. Killed to Death is produced and engineered by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky. Special thanks to Katie Lohr, Matt Probst, and Tom Shank. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and like Kill to Death on Facebook so they know how to value their worth as human beings. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 